You're listening to The Ladies Room. I am Iris St. Moran. And I'm Jennifer Sanders. So we used to be news anchors at competing television stations. But no matter where we live, we'll always be the best of friends. So tell our listeners why we decided to call this The Ladies Room. It's a place where you get yourself together, laugh, cry, tell a secret. Ladies know what I mean. Girl, we definitely know what you mean. So you'll get to hear from some phenomenal women doing phenomenal things across the world. And our goal is to provide inspiration and information. We're on air in the ladies' room. All right, welcome to the ladies' room. I'm so excited about our guest today. Yes. I'm like, first of all, introduce her super mom, literally super mom, um, blogger, entrepreneur, influencer. Amazing friend, amazing sister, like oh the list God. goes on. The production. Frank Malloy. Yay! We don't have sound effects yet, so we just have to do <laughs> We have for all. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? I'm so happy to be on the podcast. This is like, I'm so honored. This is amazing. We no, are so happy to have you. Okay, first of all, where are you at? Because we see all the little posters in the background and we know that you've been doing a lot of stuff. School is starting. Yes, school is starting. So I am here in our dining room slash classroom uh, slash office um, in Virginia. And so, like you said, there are many parents who are jumping on the virtual learning train. um, And because I have a four-year-old and a six-year-old, this was inspired by them just to help sort of um, make it more, you know, academically friendly so they can focus. And, um, and it helps when we're doing cooking activities and learning activities in our everyday life, we can kind of point back to our learning wall. Awesome. I love it. Colorful. Yes, thank you. <laughs> All right. So, oh, go ahead, Iris. I was just going to say, so how has um, becoming a home teacher been for you? I know that it's been a challenging time for parents everywhere. You know what? I think that... God graces you for what you what you need during the time. And it sounds like a cliche, but all of the little bits of working in education, working in school reform, working in um, programming, you know, in, in inner city schools has really um, is given me a good foundation for just how to sort of start and help other moms be like, OK, it's overwhelming in the moment, but like, let's take it little by little. Um, and so how has it been? It's been a beautiful challenge. I think, you know, you always got to look at the both sides. 2020 is supposed to be a year of of clear vision, right? 2020 vision. But for me, so I'm always trying to look at things clearly, like, okay, let's kind of reframe our picture. And so it's been a beautiful challenge. You get to be with your children more often than, you know, you would have been in the past, but you do have to, you know, kind of teach them. And it it teaches you patience. It teaches you rigor. It teaches you all those things. So that's how it's been. It's been beautiful, but it also has, it's been difficult. It's not all uh, rainbows and colors. like that. Yeah. No, definitely. And it's, you know, it's so funny because I feel like all of us came into the new year with that same saying, like, yes, I agree. And, everything. and we didn't think that it was going to be like this clear, just in right. terms of, you know, getting to know yourself, getting to know your family, your spouse, your partner, like, it's just, how's the journey been for you? I mean, you moved from your home, mm-hmm. like, started in a place where you didn't know anybody at all with you, your husband, your two kids, and your dog, who you call a horse. <laughs> <laughs> He's a miniature horse. <laughs> so, right here, up under me. You know what? This 
like you said, I think when we started the year, we really had some different visions, but I think from a lot of people, we got a clear, a more clear picture, a clearer picture of what we needed and what we wanted. And I think that, that to me is what happened with the Malloy family. Um, my husband got a new job out of state. It was very quick. Um, and so we moved from upstate New York to uh, Southern Virginia. Um, and when I say quick, I mean, it was a six week turnaround. It was like, you get the job, you say yes, you get the apartment and you move. Um, and everything started off fine. For me, I felt like it was going to be a, a new start anyway. I just didn't know what that looked like. Um, I had left a career in upstate New York and I started saying, I'm going to pursue the influencer thing. I'm going to pursue um, blogging more. I would love to write. And I have been saying things and manifesting this stuff, not really knowing that it was going to happen. I don't want to say I didn't believe it, but I just didn't know how, what it was going to look like. And so um, I started just by homeschooling the four-year-old because school looked very different and saying, okay, we're just going to, we're just going to show people what we're doing every day. And that's how it started. And then with COVID, we got some job loss. You know, we got a lot of different things, but during that time, I still was able to just put one foot in front of the other. I still pitched brands. You know, I still did the thing that I came to do, which is to kind of build up the brand. And it, again, it wasn't easy, but you know, you just move to the pace of like what life is giving you, you know what I mean? And I used what I had, which was my children, which was my ability to be creative. Um, I have turned into the dollar store queen, honeys, queen. I can make anything happen out the Dollar Tree, which before that was not who I was. Like, you would never catch me dead in the Dollar Tree. You don't give me some Target and some Lord and Taylor. And then God has a way of humbling you and saying, well, this is the season that you're in. So you're either going to be buried or you're going to bloom. And so that's that's really what, what happened with our family. And it turned out to be really amazing, I think, my husband and I say, we looked at each other and was like, oh, wow, we still like each other, right? Like, we still actually enjoy each other's company. We started our, our moments with the Malloys. It was birthed out of just having all this time together, talking about so many things, saying, we want to still be connected with our millennial friends. How can we do that? How can we have these conversations we all used to have um, over dinner, over, you know, wine and restaurants? So that was birthed out of that, out of this time. Um, Lauren and Bloom, the influencer brand has grown. I've gotten um, public relations clients. I mean, I just think that I have been able to just do the thing that I set out to do, no matter what was kind of thrown our way. So I'm happy with the journey. Um, it, it was trying at many times, but I just kept trucking with the journey. Awesome. Sentences here. <laughs> well, you are blooming, honey. Can you talk a little bit more about, you know, the services that you offer with your, your business and, you know, what can people get from you? Yes. yes. So I um, started Bloom's PR um, and Inspiration. So it was originally called Bloom's PR and Events, but we kind of turned into more of a place of inspiration for people. And that is, it is a traditional public relations firm. So you're going to get what uh, public relations firm offer you media relations, marketing, branding assistance, um, networking tools. Um, you're going to get help in organizing your business in the way that makes sense. You're going to get help with connecting with your target audience. But with Blooms, I like to say you also get a friend. You also mm -hmm. get a, a prayer partner. You also get a person who is um, a wife and a mother and an entrepreneur. So I understand some of the um, hurdles that come with that. And I can help you through that without the pressure of working with, you know, like a big PR firm, you get yeah. me, I am a one woman show over here. And I really give personal, um, 
personal health and we talk through things and we pray, you know, with some of my clients. Um, and so I think that's the difference between myself and some other public relations firms. Um, and then I think that what happens is you become a community. And really what you want to offer your clients is community and connection. So I have clients who I'm able to connect with each other because we have created um, a community around Bloom's PR. And so I like those special touches that I was able to, to build when you start to build your own business and you get to do it the way you want to do it. So I think that's the beauty in that. Definitely. And here's the thing. So people don't know, but Lauren decorated my apartment when I lived in Syracuse. <laughs> and when you say like truly a prayer partner, cause you know, there, I had a few breakdowns. Right. <laughs> the kids are in the background. Yes, a I few breakdowns. There was just, you know, a lot going on emotionally. Yes. And I think that I just, you just being really truly like a sister friend and not just someone who, it was a business interaction. It was yeah. truly like this relationship that you developed. And I think that that's what makes your business special, your brand really special. What is your brand? How would you brand yourself? I mean, I introduced you with all those things. Yes. You personally <laughs> brand yourself. I mean, I think my, my brand is really um, blooming where you're planted and flourishing where faith takes you. So that is the brand, but then you do that in every area of your life. So you bloom where you're planted and the job that you may not love right now, but you have to, to be there for a season. You bloom where you're planted and the things that you have right in your own home. If you want to be a decorator, you use what you have, you showcase what you have, you use the budget that you have to bloom. And then once you do that, then the flourishing will come in the practice of it and the showcasing of your, of your brand. Um, the flourishing will come and you getting more confident because that was a huge hurdle for me. Um, Bloom's PR was really birthed out of a time where I just felt like, I, what am I supposed to be doing? Mm. What is my purpose? I have so many different skill sets, but they all seem so segregated. And I think for me, I just needed them to blend. And so I kind of made up a business that allowed me to blend all of the skill sets that I had. But, but when sometimes when you, when you explain yourself and you talk about who you are, people don't really get it. And I think that for me, it was a season of having to continue to just put myself out there and tell people who I was, whether you understood it or not in 2017, you probably understand it more now in 2020, as I am more refined in that conversation, but also as I am just practicing, showing who, showing up, being in the space, networking. Um, and so for me, I think that's part of what the brand is to help women in that journey of blooming where they're planted and flourishing where faith takes you. Because the faith is the part. It's the faith in yourself. It's the faith mm. in, your, in your God. It's the faith in what you have. It's the faith that like your purpose for this thing. It's really just, just having all, all of those, those pieces within you. And it takes practice. It takes practice. It's not something that happens overnight. Right. What advice would you give because in this season you know you were able to kind of start where you probably wouldn't have where you were in a situation that you were in before if there's someone out there who you know if it's a business or just a personal venture that they want to start what advice do you have as somebody who is walking in it now I would say really take an inventory of where you are what do you have right in front of you that you can use Social media, again is a beautiful tool as a social media manager for a local magazine which I pitched for something else, I pitched a blog and then, you know, she was like, do you want to do this other thing? And I was like, absolutely. Coming from a place of a person who had applied to social media manager positions for two years and got denial after denial, right? So I say, um, 
thank you. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so I say, um, take an inventory of what you have and start where you are. Again, if you want to be an influencer, um, which is something I'm breaking into, I'm definitely not mega influencer, but if, if you want to be an influencer in the, in the uh, thing that you're good at, um, cooking, just start with what you have. Cook your favorite recipes and go on IG Live or take pictures of it and post the recipe. You know, start a blog. These things are free things that you can do to just start practicing. Show your family and friends. I mean, for the longest time, it was the three of us in rooms, right? Like it wasn't a ton of people. It was just my closest friends who were very supportive who said, you can do this. You know what I mean? Tweak it here, tweak it there, and you can do it. Um, do you need me? You need me to put a story on air for you. Do you, you know, call me if you have something that you wanted to go on air. And so I think it's really taking an inventory of who you have around you, what you have, and then just using that and starting little by little. I like to say I have three P's, right? So it's prayer, it's planning, and it's prepping. Okay. Those are some things that I use in my daily life. And I was thinking about that. And I was thinking about like, how am I going to like explain without speaking and run on sentences, how I do what I do? It's those three things. I start the week with prayer, intentional prayer. And start the week on Sunday, you know, you get deep into prayer. You go to church, you do that. But then also, it's start the morning and, and, and before you go to bed, just in talking to God and asking him what you want. And every day, I ask for like, what? Give me some creative ideas because I can't always be thinking of these things on my own. So I need some, I need some help with my creativity today. I need some, some witty inventions. I got this client who needs something. How am I going to, you know, connect myself to, to what they need? It's that. It's planning. I definitely still use a paper planner, um, which is probably old school, but I like to check things off my list. I want to see that I like actually did what I said I was going to do. But you know, then you, you know, just have your plan of what you're going to do and write it out and make it plain and then prepping. So for me, even something as small as like prepping a menu for two weeks period. So I don't have to be thinking on my feet all the time. It's out of my head. It's on paper. Everybody can see it. Well, the people who can read in this home, which is my husband and myself, can see what it is. Don't be asking me no questions about what's for dinner, what's this. It's on the refrigerator and you can choose from what's there, right? And so just some of those things help me to keep my sanity um, during this time, but also in just being organized so that I can continue to move in the way that I need to move. And I love that. Like, I think organization is key. And that's something I've always admired about you because I am not organized <laughs> at all. <laughs> and I think that regardless of what field you're in, you have to be organized. For so sure. how are you getting clients, especially during this climate? Like I've seen you kind of move into different lanes and represent different people. How are you even able to do that during a pandemic? And even if it wasn't a pandemic, how are you able to, to get those clients and to build those relationships and you know make money monetize. yeah yes I think it's net it's all networking um having a I, I got my master's in, in public relations and so that had taught me like the art or skill of pitching mm. which is really like the elevator pitch right but um it really takes different forms and depending on who you're, who you're speaking to so I mean I keep a presence on my my public relations page and from there you have to engage with your, um, with, your, with your followers. So I engage with people all the time. Anything you say on my page, I'm going to reply. Thank you for liking the dress. Thank you for this. This is what I do. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think networking is key. I think the, uh, the, the difficulty being a people person during a pandemic mm. is I don't get to, to talk and to you know, interact with people the way I want to. 
but I try to connect with people in the, the areas that I'm able to like zoom. Um, there was a woman here who did like a virtual networking event. I didn't know her from Adam, but she's local here in, in Fredericksburg, the woman of color. So I was like, why not? You know, I mean, it doesn't stop me from being shy or stop me from feeling like, Oh my God, like what if they don't like me? I still have some of those, you know, we all have those things that go through our mind. Um, but I think I connected with her and that allowed me to be connected to some other women mm-hmm. who therefore, you know, created a community, being part of, of, of my sorority has helped in that vein as well. But you have to talk to people still. You got to tell people what you need. You got to email. You have to get in people's DMs and say like, hey, you know, this is what I do if you ever need help with that. And it may not come the next day. It may not come the next month. Some of these things that I've been doing have been like, I've been massaging and working for months. And it's just now that people need you because they're, it's a pandemic. So, you know, again, grace for the time that you're in. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. What's been your favorite part of being your own boss? I'm sorry. What was that question? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what did you like about being your own boss? What do I like about it? Oh, my gosh. You know, I like the freedom of, of time. Um, when you work for someone else, like your time is not your own. And it was very frustrating to me to be at a job where even if I was done with my work, I had to still sit there to prove and then find things to do. Right. Um, I like the freedom of time. I think the other part of that is really like making good use of your time because you can do what you want, um, to make sure that you're like actually doing the things that you put on paper, actually taking the time to blog, um, actually, uh, you know, sending the pitches out. Like, you know, I, like I said, I prep. So, you know, you prep drafts of emails or you prep drafts of pitches and then I'll sit in my, in my drafts cause I'm not keeping, not doing well with my time. So I like that I have freedom of time. I like the fact that again, during this time, I don't have to worry about who has my children. I don't have to worry about that, especially being in a new city. They're with me all of the time. <laughs> I rarely get time alone, but they're with me all the time. And so that is a beautiful thing that I didn't know I was going to need. Um, in this season. I also like the fact that like I can work with clients the way I need to work with them. So I'm flexible in hours. I'm flexible in um, how we do even payment. You know what I mean? Everyone's a small business owner. So we, I have some hard and fast rules, but again, I grace people because God gave me grace. So I'm, I'm able to do that though. Um, and I, and I like that. And I think that's also part of like being a part of a community. Um, so I like, I really like those things about being my own boss. Those things also come with, you know, alternate things that are a little tricky, but you, you navigate as best as you can. Yeah, definitely. And we'll get to moments with the Malloy in uh, <laughs> <laughs> in a few minutes, because I love watching that on IG Live. Yeah, but um, talk about just for the mommies out there, because I have so many mom friends who like look at your Instagram and look at your Facebook. They're like, oh my, how does she do it? I'm like, I don't, I don't have any kids. I don't have, the husband, <laughs> I don't have any of that. So I don't know. But how are you able to keep them so engaged? Like, I feel like you're finding free activities. You're going here, going there. And they're learning so much. Even I learn when I'm looking at, you know, your IG and everything. So how? Yeah, that's part of the prepping. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the prepping. That's part of like taking the time at the beginning of the week to find the things to do. What I don't want to do is on Thursday afternoon when we have some free time, have to be researching what places are free in our city, how far they are, how much does it cost. That takes up time. And when you have little ones, their attention span, it takes a lot to even get them out the door in the matching outfits that I like to put them in, like clean and like not whatever. 
So I want to already have it done. And what I, I mean, actually did was develop a bank of things that we could do, how much they cost, how far away they are. Um, and like who to, who to contact? Do you have to wear a mask? Do you not? Just so that I have that written down so that when it's time, we can just head out the door. Um, but that's part of the prepping. That's something that you do Saturday afternoon when you're in front of the TV or you're already scrolling on your phone. So just, you know, take some time to do that. The other tool that I use that I think people sleep on is Pinterest. Mm. Pinterest is made for the moms, guys. Like get on Pinterest. They have so many ideas and it'll take you to somebody's blog, but also it, it you can save ideas for later. Some of these ideas I have had on my Pinterest board for years. I just haven't had the time. Like you work a full-time job, you're an entrepreneur, you're engaged in your sorority um, um, activities. I lived in a city where I had so much family there. So they're, you know, they always require time. Um, I didn't have time to do a lot of that stuff. So really what you saw was me recreating the Pinterest boards that I have been pinning since my kids were little, were babies, because that's what I wanted to do. Um, and I don't like the kids to like be idle because then that will get on my nerves. To be quite <laughs> when they're idle, they make a mess. When they're idle, they pull the stuff out the closet that I just picked up. Like, so some of that stuff is really, I have to be transparent and say it's my type A stuff, mom stuff that I have. Like, I don't really want to have to re be recleaning things that I've already cleaned. So let's head out the door because it's already clean. Like those kind of things. And just two hours out the house um, is the trick. So we went to the farmer's market this morning. Now they're in front of the TV dancing to a YouTube song. You know what I mean? Like, so they got their little bit of thing out. Now they're doing their own thing. And I probably have whatever, 45 more minutes till they get bored. And then we'll do, we'll figure something else out. So I think there's a balance too, if I, if I could say one more thing. And always like um, having your children dependent on you for entertainment. Sometimes they have to like find their own activities. So I don't want the misconception to be that like I'm always entertaining them, which is probably 50% true. But the other half of the time, they have to learn how to play together. I'm not, you know, we're not out buying things, new toys every time we go out. And that's something that they have, um, come to realize that I'm not your full entertainment. I'm your mom. So, you know, we do learning activities. We do some fun stuff, but sometimes you have to just go and be bored or go sit in your room, read a book, play with your Barbies like you. And I'm not going to be playing with you toe to toe because like, that's how other things need to get done around here. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that would be my, my advice. Taking <laughs> mental notes for if and when that time ever comes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> when that time comes. <laughs> Talk about the IG with your hubby. Oh my gosh. It took so much prayer and convincing this man to like get on this IG live. With Wait, me. okay. First of all, talk about how Arnold is very quiet. Like he I feel like very Arnold, quiet. he's so quiet. He is. He's not. Um, we are definitely the yin and the yang. Like really. I am excitable and I love talking. I love people. And he works in sales and marketing. And so um, in the sports industry. And so for him, he's like kind of have to be on all day. So when he's home, he's off. He's like, I got a house full of women. Y'all just talk. I will nod and smile. And then like, that's how, that's how we have been able to keep our, our love in our, in our marriage. But Mamas with the Malloys started, um, it's only maybe a month old because I wanted to, uh, talk to my other millennial married couples and not, and even my single friends. Cause I got a lot of single friends. I have a lot of single sisters. Um, and we wanted to talk about relationships. Cause I get a lot of questions like, how are you guys doing? How are you so perfect? And I really, I don't like the persona of being perfect. That's not, I, I like real. And I mean, without getting too much in our business, we can have great conversations about topics that affect everybody. 
Um, and that's what we wanted to do. And we felt like IG Live was a good platform because we know that's where our friends are. Um, and it's in the moment, it's real. It's after the kids go to bed, you know, we're sitting there with each other, we're chit-chatting and our friends log on. Um, and we talk about a myriad of things that, uh, you know, people want to talk about. And it's just like having friends over for, for wine, which is really the, the feel that I wanted to have because I definitely miss having people over and being able to entertain and that kind of thing. So that's how that was born. And to my surprise, my husband is like on it. He has a lot to say. He is engaging. I would, I would even venture to say he enjoys it. Um, I do all the planning and I, and we come up with some topics together, but most of the time I'm, I am coming up with the ideas, but I say to him, you know, it's Monday. So, you know, get whatever you need to know that you're going to be on it. He, he does great. He does fine. It has. Been, and that's the thing. I feel like it's been so good and so real too, because like you yeah. said, people think like, oh, you're perfect. Oh, this and that. And then you all start really delving deep into these yeah. issues that Mary, and I know I've submitted questions and you all have been very clear, very transparent about issues that you've had, but how you overcame those in order for your single friends not to make the same mistakes and for your married friends to really That's know, right. like, you know, it all, it's not always roses, but it, you can right. get through it. And I think for y'all, definitely faith and prayer is something that's really helping y'all navigate through that's true. the challenges of marriage. I mean, marriage is like, a beautiful challenge. It's a beautiful journey that you have to take. But the thing is, you have to like commit to taking it with that person every day. And kids come, bring some, a different element into it and moving brings a different element to it and job loss and job gain, you know, all of those different um, peaks and valleys. And I think one thing I would like to say is that when you are friends with your spouse, I think it makes all the difference, mm. period. You have to be friends first. You, you know, you garner a friendship, then you move into a relationship. I mean, I think there's reasons why there are different um, like things kind of go in the way that they go because it makes sense. It helps to like build a foundation because when things go awry, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't treat your friend messy or, you know, mean or whatever. So why would you treat your spouse that way? So those are the kind of things that we try to hold on to. And I think it's worked. I think it's worked. Okay. When is that? Mondays? Mondays, actually this Monday. So nine, seven, um, we will be talking about accountability in, in marriage and like, who do you go to for accountability? Like if you, if you know your boy is kind of stepping out or flirting too much on the job, are you going to be the friend that, you know, that says something to him or are you just going to watch it all like crumble? Um, we were watching this trash TV show, you know, like reality TV, which we rarely watch that kind of show, but we've been into this one series and, um, yeah, like they kind of let their homeboy like go down in flames. And I said, uh -uh. that can't be your real friends, right? So I want to talk about accountability. Like, where are your real friends at? Like your yeah. couple friends, but also your single homeboys and homegirls, people who stood up in your wedding and now they're just like letting your marriage crumble. So yeah, Ooh, I definitely want to dive into it, that topic. Look, don't give it too much away. We'll, we'll <laughs> do it then, <laughs> So I ask your question, then we ask at the end to just... Yes, yes. Yes. The, the ladies room final question yes. Miss Lauren Malloy what advice would you give your younger self oh my gosh girl oh no what happened can you hear me yeah we can hear you we okay can I thought I got lost for a second yes I can okay um the advice I would give my younger self is just girl have patience Mm. The, the beauty is in the waiting for your time to bloom. You can't look to your left and to your right. You know, still, we all still deal with um, comparison. I know I deal with that. 
especially being an influencer, you're always looking at somebody who has more followers, they have more brand deals, they have so many more things going for you. But I believe that the beauty is in your time to, to bloom. And I would tell her to just be patient um, and that life is not passing her by and to not make decisions based off of immediate feelings, that feelings are fleeting. And so you kind of kind of let those, those ride and continue to have faith. So that's what I would definitely share with her. Awesome. Yes. I love it. Where can people connect with you? Yes. So I am on um, IG at Lauren in Bloom underscore. Same thing on Facebook, Lauren in Bloom. You could also find me on um, my business page, which is Blooms Inspired um, on Instagram and Facebook. And then I have a, a website where I blog and I give some great advice from everything from parenting to brand um, building. And that is at bloomtoflourish.com. So those are the places that you can find me. And um, I would love to connect with so many people there. I, just, I love talking to people and connecting with people virtually and in, in real life. Yes, we love you so much. We, I love you. you too. I appreciate this. I'm so excited and I'm proud of you guys. And this is amazing. Yes, yeah. We're excited just to see you flourish, continue flourishing and everything that you do. Now, okay, are you going to write a book one day? Have you ever thought about that? We'll talk about that offline. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lauren, we love, love you, girls. Love you too. Let's keep the conversation going. Connect with us on social media using the handle on air TLR. And of course, if there's a lady you want us to interview, let us know. We'll chat again soon in the, the ladies room. room.